because I have been in situations where I didn't use my voice and was taken advantage of or hurt very, Mm -hmm. very, very hard, like a lot of trauma and, and really having this opportunity to have somebody next to me, encouraging me to use my voice like this has been a game changer to learn a new way to step out of like what would be the tendency just because it is our tendency doesn't mean we have to stay that way. And that was, if I can encourage somebody else, like you, you can stand up and learn new patterns and new ways to use your voice just because Mm -hmm. you've always done it this way, or that's how your personality is. doesn't mean we're stuck that way. Are you ready to open the door to more romance, fun, and adventure? Or maybe it's compassion, support, and strength you're looking for. Discover real-life stories and a path to overcome the pitfalls every marriage encounters. Welcome to The Extraordinary Marriage. Welcome to Episode 17 of The Extraordinary Marriage. I have a treat for you. This is a friend that I have met in uh, a Facebook group. You know, we're all over the place these days. We're on the internet. We are uh, uh, on our phones texting. And, uh, you know, Facebook's group, Facebook groups are a great place to meet people. So I want to introduce to you today, Lonnie Jackson. Tell us a little bit about you, Lonnie. Well, I'm so excited to be on this podcast with you and thank you for inviting me. I am a business strategist and I also am a mindset coach and I work with women entrepreneurs to help them create customized business strategies that fit with their time, energy, and lifestyle they want to create with their business. And I'm also a mom of six kiddos and um, I've been married (laughs) for 18 years. My husband and I have been together for 23 years, so I will, I can tell you I like him a lot. (laughs) Oh, and you know, that's an important thing to be able to say, I like him a lot. Sometimes whenever I've said to somebody, it's really important to like your spouse. And they're Mm -hmm. like, what do you mean like them? Like, I'm like, don't you like your spouse? Because it's hard to live with somebody if you don't like them, right? Oh, yeah. I tell him all the time. He's my favorite person. And I really like he's my best friend. We have a really fun relationship but he's also my lover of course and um it's multifaceted and I I really love being married to him and it's been yeah I could brag about him a little bit but we we really have fun together I mean you have to when you have six kids you have to embrace the chaos you either laugh or you cry there's one or two okay I'm gonna steal those those words embrace the chaos (laughs) yes that's kind of our family lifestyle we just have fun with chaos it's really we we have all of our kids are really close in age and so uh, we also adopted our youngest three from foster care I didn't birth all six of them beautiful we have quite the story with how we came to be a family of six and when the last one came home finally uh their ages were seven five, three, three, one, and one. So it was a lot all at once. I feel like I might've blacked out for a few months there, but yeah, we, we just had to kind of roll with it. Yeah. Much older now though. What do they say? If it doesn't kill us, it makes us stronger, right? It absolutely did. <laughs> and you know, Lonnie, that's even a little bit like a blended family where two families come together, where all three of those kids in the same family. They are same mom and same dad biologically. Oh, well, that's, that's awesome. And I always say that it takes special people to do just that kind of thing, you know, to take in, to make that decision, to take in three more children to take care of and nurture and teach and raise and that kind of thing. So that's awesome. You know, and that is something that's fun here on the Extraordinary Marriage podcast 
So we get to know people, the things we don't know, you know, about people. So we're in a Facebook group together. So when I, tell the name of your group. It's the Brilliant Mompreneur Society. All right. And that's why I'm there because, you know, I want to connect with moms because uh, uh, we all want to be able to say we like our spouse. So I'm going to ask you a question on that. Typically, people who communicate well or understand each other or are able to listen to one another tend to have better marriages. But, you know, we don't get to choose that because if our spouse is not a listener or not empathetic or not thoughtful, then, you know, we can't just fix that. And it's it's very frustrating. So um, how about you and your husband? When you talk about personality style, communication style, um, how would you describe that? Oh, that's a good question. I I think it's learned and evolved throughout all of our, we're still working on it. I think it's an active evolving thing that we work on and we communicate and ask questions to make sure clarifying. This is something that he and I have recently tried to even level up more is really repeating back what I interpreted what he said, because I'm listening and what I think I'm hearing, I'm still filtering through my own voice Mm -hmm. and my own way of processing things and I know myself sometimes I'll I'll listen and I'm like no that's what you said and he's like no this is what I meant and (laughs) we're we're still filtering it through our own way of thinking so we've um I don't know about personalities we haven't gone too far into some of that but definitely one of the things that has helped us in the real recent past has been repeating back. So did you mean this or did you want this? And as like saying it back to them so that they say, no, 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 that's not what I meant. This is what I meant. Or yes, that's exactly what I want. And I felt like that step has been game changer for communication. Uh, Very, very good. I like that. And, um, uh, when you repeat something back to the other person, it also shows them that you were listening to them. So now I will say for my husband, who's awesome. Also, I like my husband, um, but he doesn't like for me to ask questions. He thinks I'm interrogating. And instead of, I'm actually asking to clarify so that I can find out more details. And I ask way, I ask for way more details of something because I want to understand everything. And uh, he doesn't really like me to ask questions. So let me ask you, um, there are four different personality styles. So let me just ask you this. There, I'm going to give you four words and you can tell me which one you think describes you most. Um, that direct person who is direct, um, dynamic that person who is influencing or extremely talkative, uh, that person who is a supporter and always supports the other person, always says yes to most things. That's one of the big keys on that one. Or that person who is um, usually correct. You know, they pay attention to the details and they study and analyze everything. I'm probably more of the supporter and in like maybe a little bit of the influencer in there too, depending on what mood I'm in. There you go. (laughs) Uh, But I definitely am more of the supporter. I like to just, I usually will just say yes initially and then think about what I want or just agree to whatever is said or want somebody else to make the decision because it just is easier for me or I want to make sure that they get what they want first. Um. So I definitely have that tendency. But I also am an influencer on the side where I like to influence people to make the decisions I want without having to tell them what I want. Right. Okay. So, and then which one would you pick for your husband? He's more direct. 
he's definitely a more direct person. He um, likes being straightforward and usually is pretty like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And pretty straightforward. To the point. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So I can tell you that those two particular styles, um, you know, as long as you in your childhood have learned to uh, like be respectful and kind and thoughtful, because, you know, all kids don't learn that stuff. You know, uh, we learn whatever from our parents. And so if if, um, both styles know those kind of things, then those are great because like whenever he is um, getting a little overly excited or upset about something, then you're like making the peace, making the peace, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm a, definitely a peacemaker. I'm I'm a second child. I'm second born. I'm definitely the peacemaker. And I took care of, I have an interesting childhood, but I took care of a lot of my siblings. And so I definitely have that make everybody happy kind of thing. But I've also learned, and he's really encouraged me that I don't always have to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. And I don't always have to be the peacemaker. And it's okay to say what I'm feeling instead of internalizing it all or saying that, thinking I can't say it because it might upset someone. So actually he's quite the blessing because typically, really you know, your spouse does not try to get you to share more or that kind of thing. And to be honest, he has done just the exact right thing for you because this is the kind of stuff I, I coach on. Mm-hmm. He's done exactly the right thing for you because you always typically in that personality style tend to always do whatever is best for other people and rarely, rarely will usually do the best thing for yourself. Actually, my husband is also your style and he's super easy to get along with. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the thing I, I, I turned 40 this year. And one of the things this year is really kind of I've tried to change is to say, I'm no longer just going to initially say yes. I'm going to stop and think about what I want and give myself permission to. I'm 40 years old. I'm, it's it's okay. I, it's, I'm allowed to now. Right? I feel like I've earned my stripes, right? <laughs> and my husband was integral of, of encouraging me this because I have been in situations where I didn't use my voice and was taken advantage of or hurt very, mm-hmm. very, very hard, like a lot of trauma. And and really having this opportunity to have somebody next to me encouraging me to use my voice like this has been a game changer to learn a new way to step out of like what would be the tendency just because it is our tendency doesn't mean we have to stay that way. And that was, if I can encourage somebody else, like you, you can stand up and learn new patterns and new ways to use your voice just because mm-hmm. you've always done it this way, or that's how your personality is. And then we were stuck that way. And, you know, Lonnie, I think a lot that you as this easygoing personality style have learned to do that because you're an entrepreneur and because Mm -hmm. you are growing, growing, growing all the time. And way too often people get couples get um, comfortable in their relationship and eventually whatever is just comfortable may become stale or, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? Yes. And marriage is the same way. And, and it starts with each of us as an individual that need to grow in some kind of area. And to be honest, I find growth exciting. And by the way, you are the age of my daughter. She just turned 40 this year. Also big number, right? Yes, it was. It was, uh, it was one of those things I didn't know how I was going to feel about it, but I actually am like, 40 is amazing. It was a great year for me and a big momentous year for me to just kind of step into this new version of who I want to be 
for the rest of my life and uh, saying, I'm no longer going to let it be an excuse. So someday I will, I'm going to be that person now. There you go. Getting better and better every year. Yes. Right. Okay. So what would you say is when, you know, we like to talk about ups and downs because whenever we do that, you know, everybody else gets to hear like, oh, I have that happen too. So what are some ups and downs that you guys have had through the years? Because, you know, I do know that if you are those two styles, sometimes, um, some, sometimes everybody's not quite as nice as your husband, you know, with his personality style. <laughs> See, he learned to be nice and thoughtful and he loves you. Right. Yes. So, I, I think the, we laugh about it now, looking back, we, we do a lot of reflection, uh, just us as a couple, We this is part of what we like to do. Um, we were looking back at our dating years, and I was so mad at him and embarrassed. Uh, one of the ups and downs we had is learning to communicate. I was giving him every morning, I would show up to call, we were in college together. I would show up before class with a hot tea because I knew he loved hot tea. And I put Splenda in it because that's what I had. Like, you know, it's cheap. Somebody gave me a big box of Splenda and I put Splenda in his hot tea every day. <laughs> I know this is going. <laughs> and he hates Splenda. <laughs> so every day he'd be like, oh, thank you so much. And he was like, so, so like made a big deal about me bringing him hot tea. And I was like, felt so good. I was doing this nice thing for him. And then every day he would dump it out. And as soon as I left for my class and he said that a few years later and I was so hurt, like just. Why did you not tell me? He's like, well, you were doing something so nice. I'm like, yeah, but it was, I would have changed if you would have said something. And so one of our big ups and downs has been, sometimes we'll put up with something and not say anything because we're like, oh, they're fine. It's fine. It's not what I want, but it's fine. I would be both. And on, and on the flip side, he has a scenario too, but I was the same way. Why did you just tell me you didn't like that? Why didn't you just tell me it was not okay? Or you were needing something for me. And we just let so much time pass. It's kind of hard to bring up. I don't really like it when you do that. <laughs> Instead of, you know, so, so that was it a keeps lot of, happening, right? It keeps, in, in different scenarios. So that was like when we were dating and then when we were, you know, a young couple with kids how the, you know, we were doing stuff in our routines and I was just in survival mode and he was trying to get my attention and he told me finally, he's like, I don't like it when you do this. I feel really neglected when you do this. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even notice. Like, cause I'm just doing my thing. And a lot of times I think with the ups and downs that we've had, it's been a lot of like, I was just trying to survive or I was mm -hmm. thinking it was okay. And there was just not that communication of, I don't really like that. Or I feel this way, or I wish you would. And that that's been where we've seen that really low point is when we were not telling each other. Mm, Cause he was trying to be nice. Like, you. yeah. And, and first, and I meant same way for him, he was doing things. And I was like, I just like, you know, whether he was playing a video game and I would come down with the baby and he's like, I just like, I'm playing the middle of a game and I'm like, I'm trying to tell you something or ask you and how do I interrupt you? Cause I want to respect your time. Cause like when you respect my time, but how do we communicate in the right way? It was, that's what caused a lot of the up and downs is we were just not sure how to say, I, I need you, or I don't want you to do this. 
Well, you know, back in college, whenever you were taking him that tea with that Splenda in it, my husband hates Splenda. You could give him some sugar, right? I don't like um, Splenda either. I just used it because <laughs> I was a broke college student, you know? That's funny. <laughs> he thought I loved Splenda. And That's I was just like, funny. somebody gave me a box. Why not use it? Because it's like... <laughs> Well, you know, I remember uh, in my early, early, in our early marriage days that, you know, I would burn a candle all the time. And my favorite scent was vanilla. Mm. And maybe 20 years later, my husband said, I hate vanilla. I'm like, yes. Why didn't you ever tell me? Yes. It's not like I'm like committed to life to use this thing. I'm happy to change it if it's not something you prefer. I think that's just the funny thing that happens with couples. And then we kind of like get irritated. Like that scent is always like, oh, I don't like that. Or I don't like this taste. And, you know, we put up with it, but it would be an easy fix. And I burned that candle for, like I said, it must've been 20 years. There was another, <laughs> we were having dinner with some friends and um, uh, my friend's husband said, oh, I hate vanilla. And my husband said, I hate vanilla too. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, What? You didn't ever tell me that. So for 20 yeah. years, I burnt vanilla candle, probably like a lot. So, uh, and this is simple little thing. And hey, I like mm-hmm. lots of different scents. I could change that. That's a tiny thing. And I always tell people, don't sweat this small stuff. And you really, that Splenda, that was a, that was a small thing, you know, that like, hey, honey, do you have any sugar? But you know what? He just thought you were so cute. And he didn't want to say anything that might <laughs> yeah. mess that up, right? Yeah, that's what he says. He's like, I wasn't doing anything to rock the boat. (laughs) That's right. There was more hard times and ups and downs, you know, with adding kids and definitely going through foster care and adoption was one of the hardest experiences we've ever been through in our life. Um, It definitely stretched us to new heights. You know, we were fostering um, because we fostered first and then um, we adopted after after the parental termination happened. And how old were your children whenever you started? My biological boys were, uh, let's see, four, two, well, no, no, five, three, and one when we picked up our twins. Wow. Do you know, I had all three of my kids exactly that, like within five years, maybe it sounds like you had them in four years. Well, okay. No, I'm, I'm wrong. I was, there were six, six, four and two. So my son turned to the day before we picked up the twins for the NICU who were three weeks old. So that's what the age they were. I had my brain. I tell you, I blacked out for some of this. Weren't you, <laughs> weren't you busy enough with just three kids? Well, we were fostering teenage boys uh, before that. And we had the three boys. There was also, a, we were in Detroit at the time. And there was a huge, huge foster care crisis. Mm. And we were just like, we have the room. And I loved, I was like, we already got babies and diapers. Let's do this. So we didn't know we were going to get twins. And then we didn't know they had a brother who was older than them who would eventually come to us as well. And um, we just jumped in. We were, we just knew we were, that was what we were supposed to do. And we said, yes, we had this like feeling like, okay, we need to do this. And they are the biggest, most amazing part of our family. Like they completed our family. Uh, All three of them are crazy and awesome kids is what we call them. That's so great. And you know what? They'll be thankful for you forever. We had a a family crisis some years ago um, where uh, some family members went AWOL and we we had their children for a couple of years. And um, before that, you know, I'd never paid attention to the need for 
fostering children. And honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, it changes your lifestyle, your lifestyle when you take other kids it in does. and um, it, and it, and it's, but see, you decided you wanted to do that. And I had that happen within like a one day we were called, boom, this crazy stuff was going on. And the next day we were in court bringing two children home and mine That's were big. Insane. My youngest yeah. was uh, uh, in high school and driving. So uh, yeah, so that was really different, but you are special. And, you know, we're thankful for people that do that. Cause this is what I'm finding, Lonnie, is that a lot of times people who have trouble in their marriages are people who had trouble as children because they were in a a tough situation at home and we carry those burdens and those hurts with us. And unless we, you know, get some kind of help or talk it out, or we're open like you and your spouse are, you know, uh, we just, it's like it festers and it messes up people's lives. Oh, well, I'll be honest and tell you, my husband and I have gone to therapy many times over the years. And where we have a therapist that we go to regularly when things come up and we're not afraid to admit that my husband tells people, his staff all the time, he's like, y'all, you need to go to therapy and I have a recommendation for you. <laughs> and, and it's true because we, we sometimes need that third party to help us process through. And both of us have seen, I would hundred percent agree with you that most of the issues that come up stem from childhood trauma or experiences or, um, you know, lifestyles. That really has come, you know, money issues for me really came about because of how I experienced money when I was younger and, absolutely, um, you know, trauma, even responding to men, how I respond to his aggressiveness comes like that results always has been from how I experienced men in my life when I was younger. So that impacts us for sure. And being able to process that with your spouse so they can hear, oh, now I understand it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about what she experienced and really rechanging that narrative has been something that has helped both of us understand each other on a deeper level. You know, his need to be validated or, or, or told that he's doing a good job. My need to be seen and allowed to use my voice and encouraged to use my voice. Both of that, experience you know he's so great right now because we have learned uh, about each other through therapy and unpacking some really hard stuff together and probably you need to be appreciated yes and see the little tiny bit that you tell me once you know like it's it's um human behaviors and once you've studied these kind of things and you hear a little bit you know immediately like uh his directness his straightforwardness awesome thing. Those people are leaders. They Mm -hmm. speak out whenever nobody else will, but at the same time, um, they are very strong minded and you're very soft and gentle. (laughs) So I can imagine there was the, some challenges here and there. So, but you did the important thing. You went and got Mm -hmm. help. And I think we're in an instant society and people expect everything to work perfectly immediately. Hey, we're both in business. Didn't we think everything would be easier when we went into business than it is? Oh, yeah. We have 30 <laughs> days and striving, making 10K, that would be like the instant success. Yeah, that's what they peddle all day long on the feeds. Uh, the truth is, I think it's just like business, like you grow and then you hit a plateau or a roadblock and we have to figure it out. So sometimes we're in therapy and then sometimes we are taking a break because we're okay. We've, we've got that part solved and then something else comes up and you go back. I think that like, just like in business or anything else in life or when 
it's smooth sailing. Awesome. But when you hit that block, don't be afraid to step in and get an expert to help you or an outside party. But just like you as a coach, just say, hey, let me help you navigate here to be able to break through this next level. Well, and sometimes you need a mediator. Yeah, who's Just looking at both sides. I always tell couples, the important thing is to put the shoes on of the other person. I was just at uh, an event the other day and, um, oh, let's see, how can you say so you don't like put out too much information, you know, when you're on a podcast, but it was, um, some, a, a wonderful couple that, um, one was traveling and doing lots of activities and one was left at home. And mm. that makes me think about uh, in my earlier days, I was, um, well, I was a director with sales director with Mary Kay for 21 years. And so we went to seminars in Dallas, Texas and did all that kind of fun stuff. And the first year that I went, I was so torn to leave my husband and my children. I'm extremely clingy and I know it. And so I had such a hard time and I'd never left them. But once I got gone, sorry, but out of sight, out of mind, (laughs) you know, it's like you got off with the girls and you're having a good time and you're chatting and you're seeing new things, learning new things. And, um, uh, you know, once I got gone, you know, I just didn't think about it. But when he went to travel and he would be gone for a couple of days, you know, every night is so long when he's not at home, you know, and you're by yourself. And so, you know, I got to see the other side of things. And yeah. quite often we only see our side. And if we'll just stop and mentally think about what it's like from their point of view, mm-hmm. you know, really, it, you know, it solves a lot, a lot of challenges. But the important thing is to, you know, if you have a girlfriend to talk to, a sister to talk to, or, or whatever, um, those kind of things help. But literally when it comes to personality styles, certain styles, you know, clash more than others. And uh, anyway, but you guys have been doing good. So anything else, like how about with your kids? Um, date night, did you guys do date night or any of that kind of thing? You know, since you had all these children? Yeah, that was difficult. Uh, We were very intentional to try to find a babysitter and make regular date nights. Uh, We couldn't get out as much as we wanted to because finding somebody who could handle six kids is not always easy. Um, And it's also costly. So I was going to say we were definitely on a budget. Um, So, well, when we couldn't go out on date nights or we didn't have a babysitter who could take care of the kids, we were very intentional to find creative ways to connect with each other and do like at home things so that one of the first things we started doing was we would feed the kids we would get them to bed or get them settled with some in some way and then he would cook steak for us and we would have like our own meal we still could get interrupted but it was just like purposely separating ourselves uh making time for us having like clear time to have connection and conversation that wasn't in the chaos because it's a lot. Um, we also try to find areas in the house that are like kid off limits. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Uh, but even even right now, so now that the kids are older, they're, you know, their ages 15 to nine right now, they're still in our space all the time. But at night, once it's eight o'clock, they know the living room is mom and dad's space. Mm-hmm. I've heard if that they're gonna come in the kitchen they can come in the kitchen they can get a snack if it's not bedtime you know for depending on school nights or whatever that's our time and they respect they know it and they respect it now is there's always flexibility of course and it's not every single night but we try to 
daily and weekly find a way to connect with each other even if it's just to sit and watch a show together sit and sit and have a glass of wine or have uh, whatever it might be even i'll watch a football game with him and just sit next to him mm. and <laughs> i i love i didn't like sports i almost lost him because i told him i didn't like baseball when we first Whoa. like on our first date oh my husband yeah. is football georgia football yeah he's football <laughs> baseball all the all the balls um but i've learned that like just sometimes by being interested in what he's interested in, he will also then in turn find some things that I'm interested in, watch something I like or uh, participate in an activity that I like. He didn't like wine when we first uh, got into, when I was getting into wine. It's like, now he goes and does things like that or whatever it might be. We're, we're trying things that each other likes because we're interested in experiencing life together. And some of it, we don't always cross over. Like I'm not interested in necessarily doing all the things he wants to do with sports, but that's okay. Uh, he knows I'm interested in him because he is my person. And so I'm going to learn enough to be able to keep up. <laughs> and it is that give and, and the take. Yeah. Give yes. and take. Wow. You know, we just met today because we have seen each other in that Facebook group. Lonnie, actually, like she said, she is the owner of the Facebook group and she has a bunch of moms in that group. So it's a great place to go and join if you're uh, building a business and that kind of mm -hmm. thing. But Lonnie, I want you to tell me a little bit more about um, what you actually do. And I'm interested in hearing too, because, you know, you just get bits and pieces when you're in the group. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, like I said, I'm a business strategist and mindset coach. So I work with women entrepreneurs just like you who are building a business and they have goals and priorities, but limited time and you want to work less, make more. That's the whole goal of working for ourselves, right? That's the intention. Yes. And oftentimes we end up working a lot and not making the income we want. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's so many strategies out there right now that there's Facebook and Facebook groups, there's podcasts, there's YouTube channels. You can make reels, you can have digital products, you can do coaching, you can do email lists. There's so many ways to build a business. And there isn't one right way to build a business, truly. And mm -hmm. if somebody is telling you that, they're just trying to sell you their program. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what I do is I come alongside of you and uh, my focus and what makes me a little bit different than most coaches is I come in and I really want to dive in with you to create customized strategies that work for you, your time, and your priorities. I uh, use something called the custom cash formula, which takes your income goal and your time plus your offer. And it maps out exactly what actions you need to do to hit the income goals that you have for your family without taking up all your time and energy without burnout. And that's the thing that I experienced. I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years and my first few businesses, mm, I could tell you some stories of how I was working nonstop. I was mm -hmm. staying up till late in the morning. Talk about contention with your marriage. That was a problem that my husband was trying to encourage me to do my business, but I was taking all, every bit of free time was on the business or the kids and he was kind of lonely and he wanted to encourage me, but I didn't have a good strategy for growth and it was actually hurting me to do this, these, those businesses because I wasn't making enough money to justify it. I was spending all my time focused there and I was losing out on my marriage with that. So my goal is to help women create really great strategies that they're confident in so that they can say, whatever, if I want to work 10 hours a week or 20 hours a week, I know it's going to help me hit that time. It's going to make me hit my 
goals and income so that I can have the lifestyle and freedom that I truly want for my family. And is that private coaching? So I do private coaching. I also do um, have a program called Empowered to Profit More. And this is my favorite. This program is a six-month program where we come in together as a community and a group of women entrepreneurs. And I support you to create those custom strategies with a three-phase program. When we maximize your time for profit. The second one is we develop your connection marketing plan and connection marketing is my style of marketing. That is very, very simple. It's three things, three, three phases, connections, conversations, conversions, and it's creating a simple plan to have lots of connections, very strategic conversations that lead to conversions with ease because those conversations develop the no like, and trust factors so that you're saying people are saying yes really easily. And then the third phase is to max max your growth and impact. And that's through scaling, hiring on a team member, offloading tasks that you don't love to do. So in our program, we support you with doing that. And it is a very affordable program that is accessible to moms of all stages of business. Uh, you know, one-on-one coaching is definitely more of an investment um, and a more accelerated investment. But mm-hmm. this program takes everything that I do with my one-on-one coaches, uh, my one-on-one clients, and I teach it in real time. So it doesn't matter what business you're in. There's with girls in the group who are um, OBM, co-parent coaches, uh, sales coaches, all kinds of industries. And they're developing their custom strategy and finding success and growth through simple simple strategy that can be done in less time. Well, I will tell you after being in business for the past four years and as COVID hit, I had, I was just going on the internet, but I was still out. I was in the world too, the real world, I call it, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, this is the real world too. And uh, being in different programs, it is so great. And you learn so very much, but I think nothing is better than a good coach who knows where who's there to listen just to you. You know, groups are great too, but when you get that, I think that once you start learning a little bit, getting that private coach who gives you direction exactly what you need to do, I think that really makes a difference. Yes. And and I, I encourage everyone who come, I come across, I don't, you know, work with me or don't work with me, get support for you and, and really look for somebody who's going to see you and not tell you to plug and play their business. If someone's saying, oh, just take this template and these things and do exactly what I do and you're going to have success. Uh, that's a 1% chance that you will. It's like trying to copy someone who had a viral video that there's no predictability with that. It's mm-hmm. you really can't repeat that um, with confidence it can happen multiple times, but it's not a really predictable model because things are constantly changing, just like you are constantly changing. So really having a coach, whether it's in a program like Empower to Profit More or one-on-one, have someone who is going to really dive in deep with you and say, I see you. I see what your goals are. I understand what your priorities are, your personality, your zone of genius. That's the person who's going to help you get the most success. And it's also important to find a coach that is literally just understanding or easy, firm enough, (laughs) yet understanding enough um, to don't try to copy somebody who is opposite of who you are. It's really what I'm saying. Don't try to copy somebody who's opposite of who you are because you can't be that. You have to be yourself. 
You do. You do. I'm a mom with six kids and half of my kids have special needs and they're all unique children. And I'm also a unique person personality wise. And when I compare myself to other coaches, other people in different industries that who I'm like, oh, they have kids like me and I should be where they are in this amount of time that they've been at. That's just setting me up for frustration and failure. Absolutely. And and I'm, every time I've tried to copy somebody else's business model or strategy, I've just been super frustrated. So if somebody is frustrated with their business, that's where I love to come in and say, let's stop trying to be someone else. Let's be you because that's actually how you're going to make your business grow because people are going to be attracted to you, especially as an entrepreneur, when you're the face of the program, the face of the company. People love to be connected to people. And that's why I love connection marketing. We want to connect face-to-face and have those conversations because that is how you're going to stand out on this busy online space. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put um, in uh, actually where they can get it today. And um, your people are going to love this. And people who are working on their marriage are going to love this. It is um, actually the personality styles. It's a cheat sheet with all the style things on there. I'm going to put that in there. And how can people get in touch with you? So you can join the Facebook community. That's free. The Brilliant Mompreneur Society. That's totally free. That's LonnieJackson.com forward slash community or search it on Facebook. If you're a mom entrepreneur, you can also follow me on Instagram, Lonnie J. Jackson. And I have a podcast, the Brilliant Mompreneurs podcast. You can follow me over there and I love DMs. So you can DM me on Facebook, on Instagram. I love chatting in the DMs and happy to answer any questions and connect with you there. That's wonderful. So you'll find um, these things in the show notes and um, and there might be an opt-in where you opt into something too um, to get it. But thank you, Lonnie. You have been so awesome. And the thing is, is it's like we just met personally today. I've seen your pictures, like I said, in the Facebook group. We've never talked before. And it's just like talking to a friend. And that's what I find is that no matter where people live, we're all so very much the same and uh, we want the same things and, you know, people just being good to each other and just supporting each other. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on here. And it's so good to talk to you. Thank you, Lonnie. If you've been encouraged today, please hit subscribe and help me spread the word by sharing with your friends. You'll find show notes and how you can connect with today's guest at theextraordinarymarriage.com. Get ready to uncover the best kept secrets of happy, healthy marriages and gain the power of understanding how you and your spouse think, act, and respond differently. Learn more about the unique communication secrets for marriage at TheExtraordinaryMarriage.com. This is your host, Connie Durham, and I'll see you next week.